This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermova, and today in episode 262, I'm going to be talking about equipping your children for careers in an AI world. We haven't talked much about AI on the podcast recently. I'm going to have a few topics relating to that in the coming weeks and months, but During the past couple of days, I have heard a few podcast episodes of other people's podcasts that I've been listening to. I listened to um, one that's literally just on AI. And it occurred to me that we really need to be thinking of what is coming in the future as we are homeschooling our children now. Things are in rapid change and we want to have our children ready for the change that is coming. In the world history class that I teach through Funder Funder Academy, we have just covered the Industrial Revolution. And one assignment that I gave the students was to compare the Industrial Revolution with the AI Revolution. And it was very interesting to see what the students wrote. Two of them brought up the fact that they had suddenly, when I'd asked the question, realized that they were literally living in history. Well, of course, we always are. But I think they realized that this was a momentous time that we actually are going through right now and that change is happening even faster than it did during the Industrial Revolution and that many of the problems of the Industrial Revolution will come about during the AI Revolution. They might be slightly different in the way they appear, but they will be they will be there. There will be the positives and there will be the negatives and it will be happening so fast it will be hard for us to adapt as we go through this period. And so I hope that maybe today's topic will help you just stand back a bit and think about the future. Obviously, there's so much we don't know. And in fact, in this, um, the, the podcast I listened to has somebody who's very knowledgeable about AI. And they were talking about how much AI is going to change, uh, the world of careers and jobs as we know it. And the answer was they really didn't know. They said it's very hard at this point to tell how much impact AI is going to have on the workforce. They said there's really three different scenarios. First of all, everything could stay rather the the same as it is now. We may find that ultimately it doesn't really make as much difference as we're all thinking it is going to. Secondly, we can find that AI will replace a number of jobs. Just last month Duolingo announced that it had cut about 10% of its contractors because it was now shifting to a heavier reliance on artificial intelligence. It said that it's going to start using AI more to create content. However, it's still going to use humans to actually check the AI produced work. So you can see that if you are part of the team that was creating the content, your job might go away. However, if you were part of the team that is checking over people's work, your job would have been safe. So here you can see some jobs being replaced and others not affected that much. Uh, 
But they said probably the most likely scenario is that, that a percentage of each job done is going to be replaced by AI. AI will help people be more efficient. So for instance, if you have 20 people in an accounting department and they're all using AI to speed up the work they're doing, to make them more productive, you might only need 15 people in that department instead of 20 because of the improved efficiency. And so that is, they reckon, is probably going to be um, something that's going to happen. And of course, we're expecting completely new jobs to come on the scene. Probably jobs that we're not even thinking about now. I know one of the things that they suggested was they said that right now a lot of companies aren't really bringing AI in because they don't really know how to. And they expect to see an entire service industry to crop up that will help um, businesses on board with AI. So actually show them how to use it efficiently. And so it's not just a gimmick, but how they could really use it to speed up things in a company. Okay, so that's some background. Um, one question I've asked myself is how would I have adjusted my homeschooling if I'd still been homeschooling? Now, obviously, if you've been following this for a while, you'll know I'm now an empty nester. I teach homeschoolers at the local co-op and online, and I coach homeschool teams, but my children are all grown and already in the job market. They're all out there. Well, the first thing I would have done was we would have had a lot of discussions about AI. They would have been very much aware of what AI was and we would have talked through scenarios and just started to think how it would affect their lives. This would particularly apply when we're looking at jobs. You know, during the Industrial Revolution, um, there were still the jobs of like lamplighters, there were uh, carriage drivers. Um, just to think of two of them that just came off the top of my head and obviously many others that all disappeared with the industrial revolution coming in so if your child is dead set on some career that you think may be totally destroyed or wiped out whatever you want to say because of AI you need to get them to rethink that obviously if they wanted to become a pro football player they're probably safe but then the other problems about trying to become a pro football player so I do think that, you know, you need to start thinking about that because you don't want to go off to university and train for something and set all your hopes on something to discover that there really is no option anymore in that field. Though, of course, as you know, I've said already, the likelihood is that the career will still stay there. It will just change how it, you know, exactly how one does it. And probably there'll be more AI as part of the job. So looking at that, you obviously want to make sure that your children are very computer literate and they have good tech skills. They are going to need to be able to learn new skills all the time because AI as it's coming in, you just have to keep learning. I know I have had to relearn how to use so many tools because they now have an AI component. And I'm constantly thinking through, is AI actually going to help me do this task? Or is it just adding um, another level of complexity and it's not really adding anything? But it's new things to learn. And, you know, it takes time and effort and it's really keeping me on my toes. So you want to make sure that your children know what's going on right now and that they can, can continue to you know, add to their skills. And this comes in from right when they're young. You know, it's 
if your children, as soon as they start, can learn to operate your phone, you don't have to get them a phone, but you can let them learn how to operate yours. <laughs> um, obviously, within limits, you don't want them going and, uh, you know, buying things and downloading things on your account, but um, that they can start to understand how to use it. And as they get older, you should be starting to incorporate more and more digital literacy into their school day, uh, because this is something that is going to be part of their lives for most of their careers. Then you want to start thinking about when there are fewer jobs, how is your child going to stand out? Um, if there are fewer jobs in, a, in, you know, say, let's say the number of accountants gets reduced by 25% or 50% because now AI is going to be so prevalent and so helpful in different areas. So you want to start to think, well, what will AI not be able to do? And how can my child stand out in a world where getting a job might be a whole lot more competitive. First thing is encourage creativity. AI is really great for routine tasks. It's really like a junior member of the office who you get to do all the boring tasks. And it frees you up to do the things that only you can do and to be more creative. Let me give you an example from this podcast. I love making the podcast. I love coming up with the ideas for topics, doing some research, what I don't like doing is the show notes. And I've now discovered I can use AI to do that. So I'll tell you what I do. Once I'm finished recording and editing, I then go to a tool that I just put the, um, the recorded version in. So I put the MP3 file into it and it creates a transcript of everything that I have said. I then take that transcript and I put it into uh, Claude uh, which is similar to ChatGPT, is also a generative um, AI. I put it in there and I ask it to create show notes for me. It then creates the show notes. I make a few little adjustments to what I want it to be, and there I'm done. So the last few weeks of show notes, that's how I've created them. It frees me up to be far more creative. I don't have to do something that I find boring. And really, it doesn't affect anybody at all because it was not a creative job. It was just excessively boring to have to sit and make show notes. Now that part is taken away. Uh, so bearing that in mind, encourage the creativity. You can do this in whatever way you want, whether it's you know, art, whether it's taking it's photography, whether it's giving your, your child a bunch of Lego blocks and telling them to build something. Everything, and you know all the different types of things, everything will encourage creativity. Cooking a meal, uh, not using a recipe and just being creative. All of these things, keep encouraging them. And I think homeschoolers are really good at this. Keep encouraging it because this is going to make a big difference. Next, you need to encourage critical thinking and problem solving. No matter how much AI can do. There's always going to need to be the person that's you taking the AI and what the AI has done and uh, using it to produce whatever. So, you know, um, you can ask AI for ideas on how to market. Ultimately, there's going to be a human making the decision as to what they think is going to work best. And when it doesn't work exactly, they're going to be the one that's going to tweak it, etc., uh, etc. Et so those critical thinking skills are vital. And as somebody who teaches online homeschool classes, I can tell you this is the area that I'm most worried about people losing. Uh, 
we are seeing more and more cheating from students as they use AI to answer questions. We can see that they're doing it. Unfortunately, it's very hard to prove it. But if your children are taking shortcuts and using AI when they should be using their own brain, this is going to mean that when they eventually get into the workplace, they will not know how to think for themselves. They will not know how to problem solve. They will not know how to do any kind of critical thinking, which means they will not be any better than the AI. And I suggest you point this out to them because they are basically going to be worse than the AI because AI knows so much more than they do. And so this is where it's going to be extremely difficult for them to get a job if they are not actually as capable as the AI is and and they can't do anything different to the AI. So focus on those skills. Another area you could work on is teaching entrepreneurial skills. Again, we're always going to need people to start businesses, to run businesses. Um, there's going to be very different opportunities with AI out there. And if your child knows how to come up with ideas, to run a business, this will really help them. Then they don't have to worry about trying to get a job. They can create their own. And so, you know, you, if you have a family business yourself, obviously get them involved. But otherwise, if you see a particular hobby that you think they could make some money out of, encourage them to give it a shot. Um, perhaps sign them up for a class when they're in high school that teaches entrepreneurial skills. I know there are a couple of homeschool ones out there so that they can get a taste of this and see if perhaps this is a way they could go. You also want to teach your children to be adaptable and to be lifelong learners. Things are changing all the time. And if they think that when I'm finished college or finished high school, I'm then done, I'm going to just get a job and that'll be it. No, that's not it. And if they want to make sure that there always is a job for them and there's always a way for them to earn money, they've got to be prepared to keep on learning. And so learning shouldn't be a chore. You shouldn't it shouldn't be something that they have to do um, because they the government says they have to go to school. It should rather be something that they love. And again, as homeschoolers, it's so much easier for us to teach in a way that students can actually, our children can actually enjoy learning and that they'll want to keep on learning. I must say I was really excited. Uh, just two weeks ago, my youngest daughter, who thought that she was very happy that she was done with learning when she finished college, um, sent me a message and said, I'm actually really missing studying and learning new things. And she'd been doing Duolingo to keep up some of her languages, but now she actually planned and she went and signed up for Coursera and is starting to do various classes just because she wants to learn some more. So uh, do that. Try and get your children to actually love it. I thought I'd failed with her, but I guess I didn't. <laughs> and then finally, teach your children to be resilient. Teach them to find alternatives when something that they try to do doesn't work out. You know, maybe they um, really set their heart on being a volunteer at the zoo and the zoo this year isn't taking volunteers or they didn't get selected. You know, that's when you say, okay, you didn't get to do what you wanted to do. What is a similar job or something else that will use your skills that you will enjoy? Not just that, well, I didn't get what I wanted. Now I'm just going to sit at home. Teach them to be resilient and to come back and to come up with a new plan. Um, you know, another thing I was thinking about, for instance, if your child is playing a sport and they get injured and they can't continue to play for the rest of the season, they could still 
track what's happening with their team, perhaps they could go and be the videographer. Maybe they could blog about what happens each week and send it and post it so that friends and family can follow on. Or maybe they just go and do something else that's sports related but doesn't involve them actually playing it. So there's just different things they can do and not just say, well, that didn't work out, so now I'm just going to do nothing. You know, I got my children involved in a variety of clubs. They did lots of different contests, lots of different volunteering. I encouraged their hobbies and learning new skills. I wanted to make sure that they, they weren't just able to do one thing, but that if something didn't work out, they'd have alternatives and uh, really I, it covered a wide skill set, including just being able to know how to cook, um, you know, just the, the basics, you know, because some of your children might think, well, I'll just always eat out. And then they might discover they don't have the money to eat out or that um, they get some kind of health issue. That means that they have to have a specific diet. So just in every way, try and teach your kids resilience. Let them dabble in many things and have you know, skills so that they can move from one area into another. Well, I hope you found this useful and gave you something to think about. I really would love to know your thoughts and if you have any other ideas on how you are future-proofing your kids. Uh, I say I'm not in it right now, but I know that if you're listening, you probably are. And I think it's a very challenging time. I mean, every time is always challenging, but right now we really are in a huge revolution, I think. Anyway, come along to our Facebook group, the Homeschooling with Technology podcast community, and come and join in the discussion there. If you want to go over the show notes, you should be able to scroll down and find them or go to homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. And as I say, they will have been beautifully created for you by AI. That's all for this week. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media, share it with a friend so that it can get out to more people. And I will see you again, same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.